If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California's state of emergency is coming to an end. It'll officially be over on February 28th, giving hospitals extra time to handle any COVID surge after the holidays. And Governor Gavin Newsom says it was an effective but necessary tool to protect millions of people, but he's ready to phase it out. Governor Gavin Newsom feels that cities and counties are prepared with vaccines, testing, treatments, and other safety measures such as masking and indoor ventilation. And the end of California's state of emergency will probably have its most meaningful impact on the day-to-day lives of Californians at the county level. Now, just because this state of emergency with COVID is coming to an end doesn't mean that illness and sickness is coming to an end. Flu season is well and truly upon us, and experts are concerned about the unusual high number of flu cases for this time of year. So CDC Director Rochelle uh, Walensky, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, says not everybody got the flu got the flu vaccine last year uh, and many people did not get the flu uh, she said so that makes us ripe to have potentially a severe flu season now most people who have the flu have mild symptoms and have a little mild illness and don't really need to see a doctor but the CDC says if you're immunocompromised go ahead get that flu vaccine I'm, I'm getting messages from Kaiser like every day hey just a reminder Amber please get your flu vaccine I need to stop snoozing those <laughs> updates yeah. um So, you know, it's the same as COVID the past few years. If you're feeling sick, stay at home. Yeah, I need to go get my flu shot done and (laughs) stop ignoring those notifications because it's really important. Well, I got some good news. We heard about COVID. We heard about the flu. Now it's time to hear about some babies. Chris and Lauren Lane just welcomed baby number two. If it'll play. Got some big, big plans. Chris posted, life just got eight pounds sweeter, family of four now, along with a photo of Lauren and their son Dutton with the new baby. And People reports that the couple's new son was born in Nashville on Sunday. Lauren underwent a C-section after doctors realized that the baby wasn't breech. And Lauren also shared the video of the sweet moment. Dutton met his little brother wearing a shirt that says, big bro. And uh, Chris leads him over saying, that's your brother, as he lifts him up to see. And you can find the photos and everything right now froggy929.com catching the catching the with these guys you just make my morning you guys are my morning pickup amber and tanner every morning today's country froggy 92.9 what show will you never get tired of re-watching so i have an apple tv in my house and it lets me know how much time i'm spending in front of my tv and my screen time and i was shocked to find out that i have spent over 300 hours watching one show (laughs) and the show is pretty new it hasn't been around for that long uh, that long it's ted lasso 300 hours watching one show and it's a good show honestly probably by 2023 i'm gonna double it because it just it's a feel-good show to me and i could watch it anytime and i know i'll feel good after watching it we need to get you another show in the meantime (laughs) i love it I mean, yeah, that's totally fine. But 300 hours, that's all you've been doing in your free time. When, whenever I have Ted Lasso. a moment to myself, like I, I don't have a lot of time where I'm actually by myself. But when I do, I watch Ted Lasso. Well, I've got a lot of feel good shows, uh, you know, 
in my list of things that I like to watch. So maybe I'll send them over your way so you can get a break from Ted Lasso. Please do. Uh, Amber, what's that number one show for you? Um, a show I never get tired of watching is definitely Seinfeld. <laughs> I'll turn it on, like you know, while I'm cooking or something like that, and uh, I just never get tired of it. And you know, I've heard these jokes and heard these stories thousands of times, but I just love it so much. Yeah, it's so dumb. Do you <laughs> so great when you're watching the show? Do you repeat all the jokes back to the TV? Have you memorized it that much? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And you know, it's something my fiance and I love and watch together. So I never get tired of that show, and uh, I should probably get another show kind of like you're saying with Ted Lasso but you know uh, there's plenty out there on our froggy Instagram we're sharing shows we never get tired of watching and here's what you said Allison from Santa Rosa uh, she kind of said what I said there's so many great shows out there but for her her favorite show that she never gets tired of watching is Friends and Chris from Healdsburg said I have to say Yellowstone every time I watch it again I discover more and more uh, Nicole from Santa Rosa says King of the Hill all day every day the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Where we're moving on Have you ever experienced a pretty stressful move? So in case you missed it, our company is moving buildings. We're still in the process. Gotta be honest, Tanner and I have been going through it. <laughs> yeah. We got in this morning and there was no music. <laughs> We were like, well, I guess it's an Amber and Tanner in the morning playlist this morning. We figured it out. We fixed it. We did good. Yeah. We are the king and queen of troubleshooting issues. Uh, But, you know, I found out yesterday that moving ranks as one of life's more stressful experiences behind the death of a loved one in a new job. I believe it. So it's number th- number three on the list. I have moved so many times in my life. <laughs> I move at least every other year and every single time it's stressful. I know no one in upper management is listening right now because no one's awake and I know that because I tried to call you guys to help us this morning <laughs> and no one answered. <laughs> So it's an adjustment. I'm going to say that um, this has been one of the more stressful things of our lives, I think. I My hairline is receding a little <laughs> bit more because of it, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, it, it's, you know, like you said, it is what it is. Yeah. But we just have to get through it. Uh, but, I mean, have you had a more stressful move than this, Tanner? Uh, to be honest, no. Not? <laughs> but. <laughs> but. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever heard. (laughs) But second on the list, uh, other than moving studios, would probably be my most recent move from my apartment that I had in Bennett Valley to my apartment in the JC District. Really? Yeah, because I used to have a partner and we moved together into this place where I moved into this new place where I didn't have, you know, any help whatsoever. I was packing, figuring it out. And I was in a situation where I was like, I will move in any place that will have me. (laughs) And finding a place that is affordable in Santa Rosa is really difficult, especially when you're in a super tight deadline. I mean, yeah, exactly. I was like, I have to find a place by Friday, and it's Wednesday. That's that's crazy. I didn't know that. It was insane. I didn't know you were dealing with that. Yeah. You you just like slept on our couch for a while. I thought about it. You and Remy, my dog, could have snuggled for for a couple of weeks at least. Honestly, at that time in my life, I could have used some snuggles. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll snuggle with you anytime. All right, we've got Colin on the phone from Santa Rosa. Colin, you said you went through a pretty stressful moving experience. Tell us what happened. We uh, were moving, and uh, the mattress was tied down but it came loose Uh-oh. and just 
I semi hit it and just obliterated the thing. <laughs> My father-in-law thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever saw. <laughs> and so I told him, I said, well, it was your mattress. We were borrowing it. Oh. And he was like, oh. What's so funny after that? It drilled it. I mean, T-boned it. We just kept going. It was complete toast. <laughs> Here we go. It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Do you have pumpkins? One pumpkin. It's pumpkin shaped like a pumpkin. A great pumpkin. What about pumpkin? Pumpkin patch? Who steals a pumpkin? What is the best carved Halloween pumpkin you have ever seen? So tonight I'm going to the Santa Rosa pumpkin patch with my lady. And we're going to buy some pumpkins to carve. We didn't do it last year and excited to do it with the first time as a couple. But what are we going to carve? I have the carving ability of a five-year-old Amber. And I remember when I was a kid, our family friend Steven carved freehand a dragon riding a broomstick That's like a cool. witch. Yeah. I mean, he'd even drawn it ahead of time and my mind was completely blown. And <laughs> I just don't have those artistic capabilities. Uh, pumpkin carving is hard. It's, it's difficult. I tried to uh, carve an alien into a uh, pumpkin last year during our little pumpkin carving fest that we had at Third Street Elworks, and it was not great. <laughs> I mean, you could tell it was an alien, but I just didn't do a very good job. So I'm, I'm with you on this. Personally, I'm not going to carve any pumpkins this year because when you carve the pumpkin, it doesn't make them last as long. Yeah. Um, but it is a fun experience. You don't know what you're going to carve. No idea. You can carve a frog or something in oh, there. That's a great the idea. A little froggy frog emblem might be cute. I like that. My frog yeah. might look like an angry man accidentally because I, when it comes to carving anything, I just I, I can't figure it out. Well, um, I have a friend who is like extremely good at pumpkin carving. She's won so many contests. And I remember that she carved, her name's Ronnie, um, and she's from... Ronert Park. She lives here in Sonoma County, and she carved ET into a pumpkin, and then dressed up like Elliot and put e the pumpkin in a little like a basket nice. for a bike, and won a pumpkin carving contest that way. I'm impressed. Isn't that cute? I'm impressed. Maybe we need to have a pumpkin carving contest on our social media. If you've already carved, send us you know your pumpkins over to facebook.com slash froggy929. We'd love to see them. We'd love to repost them. But Valerie from Santa Rosa, we understand that you made an epic pumpkin. Yeah, I actually carved a pumpkin with my daughter and we carved um, an Olaf, the snowman nice. from Frozen. I I'm, I'm think I'm a pretty good drawler. I went on Google, looked up an image of it and just tried my best to copy it. Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. English actor and television host James Corden is getting banned from restaurants, airlines, left and right. Uh, if you don't know James, he's best known as being the host of The Late Late Show with James Corden. And a New York City restaurant called Baltazar has banned James Corden for life for being abusive to staff members. So the story is James got hasty with some servers after finding a hair in his drink and he <laughs> ordered some egg whites and I guess they came mixed with egg yolks. Uh, now some of the servers described themselves as pretty shaken after their encounter with James. So restaurant owner Keith McNally posted the whole story on Instagram and called James a, cre a cretin. Uh, now according to the servers, James yelled, you can't do your job. Maybe I should go in the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. 
Now, I was pretty shocked by all this and not hearing the accusations that James Corden had been rude to, you know, people in the hospitality industry. But I was shocked at something far less common, which is a restaurant owner's you know, criticizing and boring a client. Now, it rarely happens because we still live in a society where, you know, we think the customer is always right. And that's the service industry. Uh, But, you know, I I get it. The guy found a hair in his food, which is pretty gross and frustrating. But it's the verbal abuse for me. And I I think more restaurants and restaurateurs should feel confident telling troublesome diners that they aren't welcome and that the behavior is not cool. And I know that owners would like, you know, all of their reviews to be five stars. But I think, you know, the volume of vindictive people who leave bad reviews and act out in restaurants is just out of spite in general. It's pretty high. Uh, now, I looked up this story and the NY Post has said as of speaking right now that James has called and apologized to Keith McNally, the owner, and Keith posted... James Corden just called me and apologized profusely. I strongly believe in second chances, so he's welcome to dine in my restaurant again. But what do you think? Do you think this owner did the right thing by giving James a second chance? Do you think James should have stayed banned from the restaurant? Do you think restaurants should 86 customers more often? Or do you come from the school of thought that the customer is always right? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? So Amber, in 2022, has guessed correctly 43 times. Now, your winning streak was snapped on Monday, and I have fooled you 41 times. You fool! Okay. (laughs) How you feeling today? Itchy. Itchy? Yeah. Okay, well. I don't know if that'll help. Hopefully you're itching for success. Woo! Here's headline number one. Bear steals Halloween pumpkin. (laughs) Headline number two, Pennywise clowns take over Portland. And here is headline number three, Indiana Town outlaws trick-or-treating. Ooh. Well, I hope it's not the second one, because that would be terrifying. Um, I thought the bear stealing the pumpkin was cute, so I'm going with that one. That is the headline in a haystack. (laughs) So, Kelly Stevens of Morris County, New Jersey, recently received the shock of her life when a bear ran up to her front porch and stole her pumpkin. Now, the bear dropped the pumpkin from its mouth and began to roll it down a road, and he, of course, eventually ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen all those videos online of, uh, like, the animals at the zoos destroying pumpkins? No, I haven't seen that. It's my favorite thing on the internet right now. It's the best. Try to use the claw, but you don't need to use the claw when you pick a pair of the big paw. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So sadly, I've discovered that I have a legitimate addiction to something. I'm addicted and I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. So I am getting some allergy tests done tomorrow. I, I've spoken about it to Tanner and on the show recently. And my doctor told me to stop taking Zyrtec, which I take every day for allergies. 
Uh, I stopped taking it like a week ago and my entire body is itching. So I called my doctor and I was like, what's going on? And he said, oh, that's normal. You're experiencing antihistamine withdrawals. Whoa, okay. So basically what happens is when a person stops taking something like Zyrtec or maybe you take Allegra, something you know that has antihistamines in it, you get addicted to it if you take it long enough. And I've read stories online after he told me this that people scratch until they're like raw and bleeding. Yeah, you are itching like you're addicted to something else <laughs> in the studio this morning. I mean, at this point, I think we might have to put some mittens on you. I don't know. Last night, my fiance was like, stop scratching. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I don't I mean, did you even get any decent sleep last night, or were you just itching yourself? It eventually stopped. You know, I kept trying to put lotion on. I've done some ice. uh, But it's so weird. I've never experienced anything like this before. Yeah. What do I do? With itching, nothing really helps. Uh, You know, you... I, I don't even know if there's any cream that you can use that <laughs> doesn't have the certain ingredient that you can't have anymore. Well, I had some. I was like, maybe I'll take some pain medicine or something. And the pain medicine I have in my purse has antihistamines in it. What doesn't have antihistamines in it? I don't know. I'm That's gonna, the real I'm question. Start checking everything I'm drinking now. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Have you ever had anything like this before? Uh, no. No? Actually, I, I've never had an itch like that before, so I'm really sorry, and if I did, I guess I would just put mittens on. You know, the ones with the fingerless gloves. <laughs> I have to go find... If anybody has any, send them to the Froggy oh my Studio. Gosh. Cole told me last night, he's like, why don't you go take a milk bath? And I was like, what? <laughs> a milk bath? Isn't that so weird? He told me to do that. He's like, I heard it works. I'm, like, I'm not doing that. Not, I'm pouring milk in my bathtub. Not only are you going to continue to be itchy, but you also smell like spoiled milk. <laughs> Sounds like a bad time. Uh, We're getting a lot of great comments on our Facebook page. I knew I could count on you guys. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. You know, asking what is something I can do to help alleviate the itching and the pain? Amy from Windsor said hydrocortisone cream. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that has antihistamine in it. I'll have to look. Uh, Mary from Hillsburg says, I thought I was going crazy until I read online that others had the same issue. Uh, My itching went away in a few days. She says to hang in there. And Jessica from Santa Rosa said, hang in there. I had mine done and it stunk, but I'm glad that I did the test. When you're done with the test, take small amounts of antihistamines to build back up in your system. I don't even want it back in my system, okay? It just (laughs) sounds so dangerous now that I'm like itching, but you know what? This is great advice, so call if you have any. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Casey. Casey is an Uber driver and Barry Martindale is going to give her a hard time. Hello. Hi, is this Casey? Yes. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of Uber. I understand you are a driver. Um, yeah, I am. I'm calling you today because multiple customers have complained about the stench from your vehicle. Uh, my my vehicle? About, like, the smell? I have a series of questions we must ask you, and I need to need you to be 100% honest with me, okay? Okay. Do you eat in your car? No. When is the last time you washed the inside of your vehicle? 
Why does that matter? My car is clean. It's always been clean. Do you use deodorant? Yes. Are you aware that you're stinky? Oh my God. Okay. What do you mean? Is this really a lawyer? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. We need you to come to a location for a smell test of your vehicle every time before you log in. Uh, you can come to okay, a secure... this is crazy. This is absolutely obnoxious. I'm not doing that. My car doesn't smell bad. And I've never had anyone complain about the smell of my car or of myself. So... This is absolutely ridiculous. You can come to a secure location at the Santa Rosa Plaza every time before you log in. Either that or your driving will be suspended. <laughs> Are you serious? Absolutely. Because of the smell that I don't have? We have received over 20 complaints. From who? From the customers. Okay, I don't believe that for a second. Everyone's always happy with my driving. They always give me a tip, a five-star rating. I don't know how this would come about. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, well, that makes my fortune. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Where can we see the Nutcracker Ballet in Sonoma County? We're dancing ballet in the studio right now. You uh, like my twirl? It's good. So I revealed last year that my fiance Cole had never seen the Nutcracker before. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. I've seen the Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah me and the Nutcracker go <laughs> way, way back. back. <laughs> so, yeah, the Nutcracker Ballet and I also go way back. It's a tradition in my life to go see it every year. And I <laughs> found out that Cole not only had never been to the ballet, but he doesn't even know the story of the Nutcracker. So one night in our living room last year, I acted out the whole ballet for him <laughs> and told him the whole play. And I was like, a little girl named Clara goes to sleep and she dreams of a, a handsome Nutcracker and they fight off mice and evil things. And like... <laughs> Next thing you know, it's three hours later. Cole's asleep and you're still reenacting the whole thing. He's like, so wait a second here. A nutcracker comes to life and there's mice involved. (laughs) See, I'm like, okay, this year we're going to the ballet. And I saw that the San Francisco Ballet puts it on every year. But I'm wondering if there's anywhere in Sonoma County we can go to see it. Like, have you heard of anything? Uh, Not yet, but I do desperately want to go to the nutcracker at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Apparently, it's happening on November 27th. Uh, A little cold to be at the Shoreline Amphitheater, but I would go. I think that would be super fun. (laughs) That sounds fun. Yeah, everybody grab your blankets, your hot chocolate. I've only ever seen country concerts at the Shoreline Amphitheater, so it's going to be interesting to see the Nutcracker there. (laughs) It's quite the transition. Uh, We did get some great responses on our Facebook page. Apparently, the Nutcracker is happening all over Sonoma County. That's facebook.com slash froggy929. Heather from Petaluma said Petaluma School of Ballet is performing the Nutcracker at Sprackles in Runner Park on December 9th through the 11th. Michelle from Sebastopol says the Sebastopol Ballet Nutcracker is a local holiday staple. It's happening December 17th and 18th at Annalee High School. MP from Petaluma said used to be one at Sonoma State University, but the best place is War Memorial in San Francisco. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Do not eat this. Sir, really, uh, do not eat this. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Ugh, finally, something even I wouldn't eat. 
I was cleaning out my fridge and I found some pumpkin soup that was in the back of the fridge for three months. Three months. Ew. And I looked at the soup and it started growing arms. And it was like, Ram, Mr. Soup. Started learning the alphabet, has a college degree, and I'm going to name him Lil' Timmy. Wow, this soup in your fridge is way more accomplished than you are, Tanner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it flosses every day. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't have credit card debt. What yeah. a guy. What Lil' a Timmy. Got to give a shout to Lil' Timmy. Uh, Amber, have you ever found something disgusting in your fridge or freezer? Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was moving out of my apartment in college, I found something in the back of my fridge. My mom was helping me clean it out. And it had become a science experiment, and I couldn't even tell you what it was before. Wow. It was so moldy and disgusting. Ugh. It had grown some hair. It was, the mo- yeah, it was raun- It was raunchy. Everyone has an unnatural know. critter in their fridge at one point. At one point. Line. Luckily, I live with someone who uh, constantly cleans and constantly cleans out the fridge, so I haven't had this experience lately. I'm proud of you. Um, well, you're, you should be proud of Cold Blood, so because he's the one that takes <laughs> care of that, not me. Rebecca from Santa Rosa, what did you find in a fridge? My sister-in-law and I decided to go on an expired food treasure hunt at my parents' house, and she won with a jar of cheese from 1995. (laughs) But we took a picture of it, and it was a big joke for the longest time. They don't throw anything away. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. Aubrey from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Aubrey, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right, sounds good. Aubrey, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, you're going down. Ooh! 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 Ouch! Amber is running out of the studio. Half a point bonus rewarded. Here is question number one. The Charlie Brown Holiday Specials won't air on network TV this year. Are there above or below 50 Peanuts-themed statues in Santa Rosa? Above. Correct. Question two. John Party and his wife, Summer, are expecting a baby girl. True or false, this will be the Party family's first child. Incorrect. Mm. Question three. Gabriel Iglesias says that he wants to perform in space now that he's performed at Dodger Stadium. What major U.S. city is the home of Dodger Stadium? Los Angeles. Correct. Question number four. Billy Ray Cyrus might be engaged. His daughter played Hannah Montana. Who is Billy's daughter? Miley Cyrus. Correct. And question number five, Travis Barker recreated his wedding proposal to Kourtney Kardashian on Monday. What pop punk band is Travis Barker in? That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Howdy. Amber, you got some tough competition today. Aubrey from Santa Rosa really brought it. Okay. She got four and a half out of five today. Good job. All right, here's question number one. The Charlie Brown Holiday Specials won't air on network TV this year. Amber, are there above or below 50 Peanuts-themed statues in Santa Rosa? I don't know, Tanner. I'm going to (sighs) say above. That is correct. There are 71 
Whoa! As we speak. I would have never guessed. <laughs> Aubrey from Santa Rosa also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. John Party and his wife Summer are expecting a baby girl. True or false, this will be the Party family's first child. True. Correct. Aubrey got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Gabriel Glacius says that he wants to perform in space now that he's performed at Dodger Stadium. What major U.S. city is the home of Dodger Stadium? L.A.? Los Angeles? That is correct. Okay. Aubrey from Santa Rosa also got that correct. Three to two is the score. Question number four. Billy Ray Cyrus might be engaged. His daughter played Hannah Montana. Who is Billy's daughter? Miley Cyrus. Correct. Aubrey also got that correct. Four to three is the score. Now, all comes down to this final question. Ooh, it's the tiebreaker. Amber, how you feeling? Still itchy, but okay. <laughs> 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 Aubrey from Santa Rosa, you feeling good about this one? I don't know. I Oh no, we'll see. Travis Barker recreated his wedding proposal to Kourtney Kardashian on Monday. What pop punk band is Travis Barker in? Blink 182, baby! All the small things. That is correct. Aubrey from Santa Rosa, I'm so sorry you lost by just half a point and you gotta say the phrase. Not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you those tickets to Blind Scream Haunted House. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much. Aubrey from Santa Rosa, you're going to Blind Scream thanks to which morning show? Rocking 92.9 with Amber and Santa in the morning. So a New York restaurant named Baltazar uh, has banned rude... TV show host James Corden for life. Uh, apparently, he was really rude and abusive to some staff members. Uh, apparently, he found a hair in his drink. His egg whites were mixed with egg yolks, which is apparently a big no-no. And some of the servers said they were absolutely shaken after their encounter with James. Apparently, he yelled, you can't even do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. That's a great British <laughs> accent you got going on. It needs work. That's pretty accurate. Uh, but um, apparently the restaurant owner, Keith McNally, banned James. And then James, like, apologized profusely to him, called him up. So I'm so sorry about what happened. Uh, so uh, Keith says that James get a, gets a second chance. Mm. Uh, so Tanner, I was wondering, what do you feel about this? Do you think that James should be allowed to have this second chance back in the restaurant? Honestly, no. Oh, yeah? I think James should be treated like any other customer. And uh, if a customer acted like that and they boot him out and said he can't come back, then the, the restaurant should stick to their word on that. I think, you know, celebrities think they can get away with so much more than they should. And I think someone like James Corden needs that reality check. Ooh, hot take from Turner mm-hmm. this morning. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I think I agree with you there that, you know, he just can't behave how he wants to just because he's James Corden. Yeah. Uh, oh, your- I do carpool karaoke. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> okay, uh, so we got Cheryl from Petaluma on the line. Uh, Cheryl, you got some thoughts, huh? I was just saying it. Well, you know, sometimes people do need a second chance. Yeah. You know, but he, I don't know, he should have been rude in the first place, and maybe they should have still suspended him for, I don't know, maybe six months or something like that. He should still have some kind of consequence for being rude to, you know, servers. I was a server for a long time, and, you know, people shouldn't be that way. He just shouldn't be that way.
Well, that's a really sweet way to look at it. You know, maybe it's like one instance where someone's having a bad day and, uh, you know, if they offer an apology, that's always great. But you're right. You know, it's you got you can't just be rude and, you know, disrespectful at the same time. And he should make it public. He should make his apology public, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Tanner's over there nodding his head. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I have read so much about James Corden from Reddit, and he's not a great guy. I mean, publicly, he's super nice, super friendly, but kind of like what we saw with Ellen, like behind the scenes, the guy's apparently a monster. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? And uh, I'm sure their mothers didn't raise them to be that way, so they shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.